this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I'm Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is Viewers Anonymous. What's going on with you, good brother? Man, can't call it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, going to be moving day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting stuff together for my uh, my new future studio, what we're going to call it. Look, not really, but you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm going to call it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a little yeah. corner. That's for me, but you know what I'm saying? Excited for the uh for the new beginning. So yeah. uh so man, you know what I'm saying? That little feeling that you get. It's 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 like one of those uh I actually have like a um a mixed feeling because you know what I'm saying this was my first like place by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I met my I met my boy's mom, you know, when I was 21, and like, you know, so, so I had my dorm room and then like you know, so then we had got an apartment together and then, you know, so we was living together. But mm-hmm. then, like, separating from her, like, that was the first time, like, as an well, not really the first time in my life where I had my own spot. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You get that that satisfaction of, like, yeah, like, I can make it by myself, you know what I'm saying, without no other yeah. adult and, you know, do everything that needs to be done as far as living, you know, not alone alone because I had my boys with me, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, like, it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those bittersweet feelings of, like, like, yo, like, this was my first spot by myself, but, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, it's like, yo, like, I'm going to a new start, and, you know what I'm saying, can't be mad yeah. at it at all, man, so, but how you feeling, though, man? Man, I'm I'm feeling good, man, Um, my mom just bought me a new grill, you know what I'm saying, uh, so I got me a brand new barbecue pit, man. Um, oh, so it's a so it's a barbecue pit, so it's not gas. No, no. Okay, all right. Make it no, sure, man. Make no it sure. No self-respecting, no self-respecting, <laughs> whatever. Just buy a gas grill or even be gifted one for that matter. Charcoal is is the only way to barbecue. Yes, man. sir. I mean, if you're using gas, you might as well put on your cooking the house your apron. Yeah, put on your apron and go. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go cook something in the stove, man. You don't do the, you know, you, you got to have the charcoals on the grill, man. You got to be able, you got to have that, that feeling of getting almost caught on fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, um, She just, she had bought a brand new grill. So um, the one that she just gave me was, uh, was actually, I think she bought it last weekend and she only cooked on it once. And then she was like, well, I'm about to get a whole nother one, so do you want this? And I'm like, shit, yeah, i take it. So, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a lot bigger. You know what I'm saying, it's exactly what I needed. Um, man, I, I, I can't wait to put something on that thing, man. I'm telling you, I can't wait to put something on that thing. It look, it's, it's, looking, it's looking nice sitting out there, too. It got a bottle opener on it and everything, man. So, yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy myself this weekend. That's what's up. Man, that's what's up. Hey, man, that it one bit, man. Yes, Yo, sir. man, I was <laughs> this like. Listen, man, this is this is a bittersweet episode, man, because it's like oh, we coming man, to it? we coming, yeah, man, we coming to an end of a, of a chapter that we started, man. Like this was the first mm-hmm. time we tried something new on this podcast. Yeah, um, 
you know, like I've always said, it was your idea to to take the the show Snowfall and do episode per episode. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be like a fucking great idea, man. These podcasts have been awesome. They be fun. They've been fun to do. And it's like, man. And the thing about season finales is, like, you always want to see, like, the uh, how it all evolves as a show. But then exactly. at the same time, how that the ending is because it's like it has to end right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, we no, we can't go there first because it was. It was something that we it was something hey. we both said. We was like, yo, if this shit don't happen, I'm telling you. Yeah, but it got it got it got real real at the end. Shit, it got real real throughout the episode. This was a real episode, but like yeah, buddy. that's what they should have called this shit for real. Because yeah. it was it was wild. Yeah, so for all for all y'all that you know what I'm saying that's watching and, and listening and everything, y'all already know, man, it's Snowfall season four, episode ten, man, um season finale. Um, man, we, we had a lot of predictions that, that end up coming true. Um, with this episode specifically, I think that I was more so excited to, to see, um, what they were going to leave as, leave that, as that cliffhanger for that, you know what I'm saying, for season five, because, you know, a lot of times when you're watching TV and you get to see, um, you get to see like these great shows. Usually they'll they'll leave that one cliffhanger. Like man, like I can't wait for the next season to see what happened with such and such. So with this one, they they left a few of them for us, and, and I was excited. Yeah, they left I, three. <laughs> yeah, they left a few of them for us, and I was like, yeah, this is what's up. This is, but to me, this is why this show is doing the the um the numbers that it does is because it gives you everything that you're looking for. And then at the same time, like it even hits you with surprises here and there. So um, where you want to start off, man? Where, where, where should we get busy at? Man, it's, you know what? Let's, let's start like, and, and let's start at the very beginning. So they saw Alton, you know what I'm saying? In the early seventies, I would say, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Walking to the school and they're talking to, uh, the school called him because Franklin wouldn't stand for the uh, for the national anthem. Yeah, he wouldn't pledge allegiance. Yeah, man, and like, <laughs> well, pledge of allegiance. I said national anthem, and like, and then you start to see like how Franklin was raised as far as it, when it came to his father. So you can see mm-hmm. how he cares about the black community because he had that revolutionary in his family, right? But then at the same time you see a kid that want to be a kid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because Alton ended up taking him out of the school because they called him up there for that. And he was like, yo, like, you're taking me away from my friend. Right. And he's like, you know, the next school, you're going to make better friends. And then he had that conversation of, you know, I'm your father. I'm always going to be there for you. If there's anything you ever need, I always got your back. And then that little scene, they explain it to you at the end. You know what I'm saying? When Alton and Sissy had their little departure or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I thought it was dope to, you know, to squeeze that in there. But I think the writers of the show are, they're so fucking smart, man. It's like there's never that, there's never anything that's, that they left untouched. Like right. they answer everything for us that we needed. Right, and even if it's a scene just as short as that scene was, it probably was only 
you know what I'm saying, two minutes. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it shows you a glimpse into Franklin's childhood and why him and Alton has that, you know what I'm saying, that, that funny relationship, which yeah. I want to get a little bit more into that, but like I thought it was uh I thought it was a, a smart way to start this uh, episode off. I agree, man. It was it's um it was it was dope because you know what I'm saying that I think that kind of set the precedent for everything that kind of happened in that next, you know what I'm saying, like in that next scene and in those next moments. Um it kind of showed you how, you know, or it kind of shows you why Franklin is going to get to where he gets to at the end of this episode. And we know where that comes from now. You know what I'm saying? We understand that dynamic between him and Alton. Like, and then not to mention, bro, Alton ain't the punk that we thought he was. Nah, I never thought he was a punk. <laughs> nah, I did. I thought he I thought he was chicken in and out, you know what I'm saying, when he went to go start snitching. But no, nah, he really ain't, you know what I'm saying? He's really not the punk that we thought he was. Um he went back, you know what I'm saying? He went to the radio station and he gave up the name and everything. Like he, he was he really is about that action. And you know what I'm saying? Like he told him, like, hey, I I'm I'm willing to die for what I love, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think that for me, that that kind of gave me a little bit more respect. Um, however, I was really looking forward to him dying as well. Because I thought that that would, and no, not, and I'm not being funny with this one. Like Irene, I was being funny. I, I really couldn't wait for her to die. But what I mean by, um, what I mean by, I, I really couldn't wait for Alton to die was because there was this, to, or for me, there would have been this dynamic that, um, between Reed and between Franklin that you know Franklin would have had to go through, and now not only that. Franklin also has to, you know what I'm saying, like overcome, you know what I'm saying, and grieve his the loss of his father in the midst of everything that's going on, you know what I'm saying, as the as the show is going on. And then, you know what I'm saying, in in, in uh future seasons. So I thought that that would have that would have been a, um an interesting arc for his character to have to go through. True, true. I see what you're saying there. Um I mean like I I've always felt like I didn't think Alton was necessarily a punk. I thought it was more of trying to be that, not that he's not a thinker, not that he's Mm -hmm. not a thinker. It was just the way he went about the whole Irene thing. Yeah. He he just needed some other heads. Like, I, I just think that he reacted too much off of emotion. And right. like I don't think that he I don't think he reacted off of you know what I'm saying like like I said earlier, I think I said the last episode, he played a checkers move and not a chess move, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By going to Irene and trying to handle it that way, because like calling out a CIA agent, I mean, and that was after the Irene stuff. After Irene got killed, he knew that the CIA had a hand in on this. Mm-hmm. So to go in and still rat that out like it's definitely not punk move but at the same time it's not a smart move as well because yeah. this is what he's not thinking this is the way that this could have backfired a way that this could have backfired is the cia could have took him out sissy out franklin out yeah um louis and jerome all because you want to go off on your own and try to tell the story and try to be like this tough guy that you was a couple of years ago when you was with the panthers so mm-hmm. it wasn't a smart move to 
to go on that radio station. We got this. This is what we know. And like you said, why in the fuck with uh, a Black Panther place or whatever that organization call their radio station Cointel Pro? I don't exactly. understand it. But obviously, you know about Cointel Pro, so you know they're listening. Mm-hmm. You know they're listening. If mm-hmm. anybody li- look, half of your ratings is the fucking CIA listening to see what the hell y'all doing. Exactly. So for him to call out Reed the way that he did, it's like, dude, like that's that's just not a smart move, man. It's yeah. not a smart move. So he's not a punk because it's not a punk move. It's just not a smart move. Okay, I feel that. Um, so this uh. This altercation that him and Franklin decided to have, um, in the in the midst of everything going on, Franklin trying to tell him, "Hey man, you got to stop this shit. You got to end this shit because you know what I'm saying he gonna you gonna fuck around and you gonna end up dead." And um, you know what I'm saying? He asked Franklin, "He like, yo, you scared of this? You scared of the CIA?" And Franklin like, "Fuck yeah, like nigga, ain't you?" And he was like, shit, no, motherfucker. Like, niggas, you you know who I am. You know what I've been through. And that was another thing that kind of gave me um gave me some insight as to, you know what I'm saying, why Alton is the way he is. Like, I think it was more so him being that revolutionary that more so made him jump up and do what he did with about the whole CIA thing and Irene and everything else like that. Um but we get a um, we get a an appearance from Scully, and now now my yeah. prediction was totally wrong. I thought he was gonna bang himself. I'm like, yo, he's he's he about to be out of here, but no, this nigga goes on a rampage with a sawed off twelve gauge shotgun, and who who but anybody shoots him? Fucking Alton, bro. Alton <laughs> to the midsection, bro. I'm like, man, what the fuck is going on here? So Scully come in, you know what I'm saying? He like, hey, I just want to talk. You know what I'm saying? Him and him and Franklin still um, beefing, I guess. And pow, pow, Scully get two of them. Um, and then uh, Alton get hit with a with some uh, buckshot. Then uh, I, I want to say that's when um, Alton was like, hey, I'm meeting up with you, dude. He was like, man, you can't do this. He hit him in the head with the statue. It was so it was so corny the way he did it, but it, I always laugh whenever I see somebody get hit in the back of the head like that and then they fall out. I'm like, man, that shit's <laughs> not real, bro. Like, you, you just – he would have just held his head like, ah, like, you ain't hitting nobody that goddamn hard. And then if you do, you're giving them brain damage, bro. I don't know, man. Listen, the only, I've been knocked out, not out, I little up, knocked unconscious one time, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm here to embarrass myself. So, <laughs> I was, you know what I'm saying, this is when, you know what I'm saying, I was at, it was my dad's house where my grandma stayed and all that type shit, and mm-hmm. I'm waiting on the bus, so I'm going back and forth to the door to look at the bus, but at the time, like I told you, I'm watching Gargoyles, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. get ready for school, watching Gargoyles and shit, and I had a lot of those, like, those model cars, I had one that was, uh, yeah. I, think it was I think it was a 67 Impala, you mm-hmm. know, a long one, like everybody throw the the, the, uh, the hydraulics yeah. on them and shit. Mm-hmm. So I had one of those, and I'm I I think I left the TV, and then I start walking towards the door. 
tripped over one of the cars and fell backwards straight back, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I was unconscious until I woke up. And my yeah. grandma was like, she was like, boy, you all right? I was like, oh, <laughs> fine. She was like, you were down there for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm telling you, but the right blow to the back of the head, I'm telling you, you're going to be knocked out, man. I was no, knocked man, out, man. That makes sense because, you know what I'm saying, you you slipped, you went up in the air, fell back, you hit your head. The way he hit him, bro, it was like, um, it, it was just it's, it was just so corny. Like, he hit him like, Ugh, and then frankly, it was like that. <laughs> it just fell, man. Shout out to my guy, Brandon Matrix. What's good, brother? Um, but yeah, it was it was so weird, bro, just seeing that. So um, once that happened, you know what I'm saying? Him and him and Reed decided to meet up, man. Now a lot of people. Oh, well, hold up, hold up now, hold up. See, this is one thing I like about Franklin because you skipped when when um yeah. when he woke up, Sissy woke him up. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's so right. So Sissy wakes him up, and she's like, he's like, how long have I been out? Is that uh, like how long did it take you to get over here? Well, have you talked to Alton? She was like, yeah. He was like, how long has it been? She was like, it's been 30 minutes. So he, what I like about him is he he goes straight to that train of thought. Like, he goes to the phone. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what's wrong? And he don't say nothing. He does it all the time. When somebody asks him a question, he don't yeah. say nothing. So he's trying to call the phone. He see Reed didn't answer. So he pays Reed. And then um, Reed uh, calls him back. And, he, and he's like, have you talked to Alter? And he was like, I'm on my way to meet him right now. And then he's like, uh, look, man, if you ever care anything about me, he yeah. was like, don't do what you about to do. And he was like, your dad made his own bed. Right. And then he was like, I give you the decent courtesy of telling you where we meet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying, it can go from there. And then Sissy's like, like, where are you going? And she's like, what's going on with Alton on the nine? She's like, yo, I'm going. And he was like, this ain't a place you want to go. He, she's like, listen, I'm going, Franklin. So you got it. You got it. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Um, they had a uh, they had a little discussion back and forth. Then they had a Mexican standoff, and then <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It was it, it it got tough, man, because you know you like in in those moments, right? This show does a great job of making you second guess a lot of shit. So, like, in that moment, I start second-guessing Reed just a tad bit because I'm like, oh, man, this nigga really about to turn on them and everything else. And then, you know what I'm saying, you think back to when he was telling Franklin, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm always going to be there at the end. And I'm like, man, did that mean something else? Or did he, you know what I'm saying, did he throw a double entendre in there or something? But, you know what I'm saying, he stuck true to his word. And, you know what I'm saying, he didn't – he he was like, yo, you know, I, I'm going to make sure – Shit don't go bad. And and I think that he wanted Franklin there for that reason. Because I think that if Franklin wasn't there, he'd have smoked Alton with no yeah. issue. But mm-hmm. I think Franklin being there, I think that was him letting, you know what I'm saying, trying to show Franklin, like, look, man, I know it's a lot of shit going on, but you can still trust me. If you can't trust anybody, you can <laughs> at least trust me. So I think that's what that, that meeting was to show Franklin, like, yo, I know you're about to get a new handler. You're about to get all this other shit, but you can still trust me. and We can still make shit happen. Um, but moving on from there, man, Louie get out of um, – no, Scully shows up to the hospital. Oh, yeah. 
because he was about to go kill Jerome. Um, you know what I'm saying? Him and he he go point the gun at Louis. Ask ask Louis where Jerome is. Louis try to talk him down, and um, Jerome pop up. He see that uh, Scully got shot. He started noticing all the blood and everything. He let Louis talk him down a little bit, and then you know what I'm saying he went in for uh for the attack. I was gonna say the kill, but I don't think he did. So I don't know how this is gonna pan out. This is a tough one. Um, I think that this is a beef that's gonna carry over to season five. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Louis get out the hospital, Franklin come down, you know, he he talked. <coughs> um mm, excuse me. Uh he, he talked to Jerome, you know what I'm saying? Jerome, like, yo, this ain't the time. And it looked like, you know what I'm saying, that they had they got a little beef. And so it's like, yo, like, what the fuck is going on? And then, you know what I'm saying? Um Alton and Sissy, they leave. They they leave at the state. They go to Cuba, and then hold on, no, no, no. You can't, no, you can't brush over this, man. Hold whoa, on, whoa. wait a minute. You're moving way too damn fast. Hold on, <laughs> slow this down. Slow this car down. Listen, that okay. So to put the okay. So the one thing when you were talking about when Franklin showed up to the hospital and seen mm-hmm. the cop, right? Mm-hmm. And he steps up to Jerome, and Jerome tells him Scully came. He's like, you know, how's Louis? You know, what happened? Louis talked him down, nah, 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 all this type of shit, right? So he was like, I'm going to go. Uh, he was like, hey, we got some business to discuss. We ain't going to do that here. And he was like, I'm going to go speak to Louis. And he was like, nah, she don't want to see nobody right now. Yeah. And then that's why I'm like, hold up. But what I noticed was, and I don't know why I noticed this, but when Jerome walked off, I just noticed, like, damn. It's, it seemed like it's a little moment here, him just standing there by himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else thought of it, but like I don't know why I did. I was like, just watching him stand there by himself. It just I just got a little funny feeling about it. Okay, yeah. so then you bring up the fact of that they about to fly to Havana or whatnot. Yep. And that moment, dude, of him and Alton, and Alton, you know, telling him that he loves him. And like you know, Franklin is standing there, and it's like this whole time you see he want to say something, but, but it's he, like yeah, but but he still got that he still got that feeling like man, all of this shit could have been avoided if you would have just listened to me. I, I I think that, but I also think it's you also got to remember it's the eighties, mm-hmm. and men. A lot of the times in those times, when it comes to talking to their fathers, oh yeah, fathers that shit go sons, out the window. Yeah, all that all that lovey dovey shit is out the window. Yeah, like there's a they can keep it moving. Yeah, like there's never a lot of situations where you hear like a lot of fathers, you know, have their sons or whatever telling them I love them. You right. know what I'm saying? It's always weird. Like like my dad never like really like straight up told me like Hey, you know, I love you. It's always a situation where it's like, all the times my dad would tell me, like, tell me, mm-hmm. is when he was drunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it'd be, yeah. it'd be like, it'd be like, ah, oh, boy, you know, I love you type of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's never like, you know what I'm saying? Like with me and my boys, like, you know what I'm saying? When when they go to bed, hey, love yeah. you, dad. Love you, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get out the phone. Like, when Jacoby got the phone with me, love you. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's not like that. Like me and my dad, we're not like that. You know, right. even though, even though sometimes was this is what's funny about my dad. He'll call me and like ask about the kids and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, "I right, tell him I love him. You don't love me. You want me to tell the kids? You want me to tell the kids you love them? But yeah. you know, but that's beside the point. But what I was thinking was like, okay, is Franklin gonna say something? And it's like, and, and it's like you see he want to, but it's like he's holding it in. And then what I thought was. And, and dude, but th- what was so man? Listen, man, people don't understand. See, I like small shit. You know what I'm saying? And when Sissy starts to walk over there, and he, like he got this little smirk, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Mama," you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was yeah. like this little shit, that little shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you could feel it. And mm-hmm. then it was like, and then when he, dude, I'm, I ain't gonna lie, but I got teary out. But when he was hugging his mama, but yeah, and the tears kept falling down his face. Well, I mean, even though he tried to be funny and say, you know, we still got business to run mm-hmm. and all this little shit like that. But like just to to see that moment that he had with his mama, man, and then you see Alton going up the steps and and like um you see he's going up the steps and it's like he had this little thing where he wanted to say something, man, but he just yeah. he just couldn't do it. And he mumbled something under his breath, but I, I I couldn't get what it was. But man, that was that was a moment, man. It was a moment. And it and it and it should have been, man, because you know what I'm saying. Like he remember when we we talked about this earlier in the season. You know what I'm saying. And I was saying that you know the the people that's really getting him through all this bullshit during this season is Louis. And in sissy, and now mm-hmm. we we come to see that he don't have neither one of those no more. So this is about to be a very interesting take on how all of this plays out. Because um, going back to the Louis situation, when Louis gets out the hospital, you know what I'm saying? They talking her and Jerome like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying? We 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 done with this. We want to start buying from you. You know what I'm saying?" You sent us to Arkansas. We're going to go ahead and take over Arkansas. You And Jerome said you always said you wanted to be the plug. You always wanted to sell it wholesale. So go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? And now he's losing Louis. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying, his mom is gone. So now he's really in this by itself. Ain't no more team. Ain't no more, you know what I'm saying, ain't no more places to go, you know what I'm saying, do. Now I'm sure that, you know what I'm saying, he can they can, he can still go to the club whenever he wants, blah, blah, blah. But, you know what I'm saying, he's still family at the end of the day, but he also doesn't have that, that you know what I'm saying, that backing that he used to have. Um, even Leon, you know what I'm saying, real quick to get to Leon, like, Leon was like, yo, you know what I'm saying, I ain't, I don't know if I'm with this shit no more. He was like, nah, nigga, you know what I'm saying, I, I, made you cool and everything else like yo nah we gonna get right back on this shit so it's jerome and louis and we gonna get back to the family like we used to be now it's interesting seeing these two different dynamics right because every time somebody's telling him that they leaving him besides his mom well in a in a weird way even with his mom he's rejecting that so he was rejecting the situation with his mom, like when his mom was saying, I mean, when he was telling her, like, you know what I'm saying, we still got business to take care of. You know what I'm saying? He's still going over that. 
because you know what I'm saying he don't want to accept the fact that she's leaving. Same thing with Louis and Jerome. He like, yo, you know what I'm saying? What if I cut y'all off? Like he he's going through his head, rejecting that. Even same thing with Leon. And so now with with him rejecting them leaving and him not believing that we kind of see him turn into this, like turn into this whole new person. Like this is somebody who you know what I'm saying? It's like he he's a lot more aggressive. He a lot more straightforward. Like he just really ain't taking no shit. And I'm excited to see how this pans out in the next season. Man, I I mean the way I looked at it was like when 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 Louis like you could tell it it was it, it wasn't normal. And I think Franklin tried to play mm-hmm. it off, even though he knew something was funny at the hospital. Mm-hmm. But I think he was like Oh well, I could butter them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like he tried to butter them up when they came yeah. in, and they wasn't with the shits. Cause you know when, when he asked how she was feeling, she was like, you know, tired, and sore. She was like, but I don't have to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you know, Jerome, and then he was like, oh, he was like, nephew. You know what I'm saying? It was it was, yeah. it was a weird vibe in the room, man. Weird yeah. weird vibe. And so then you know once they got to telling them what they wanted, and and see he went straight to straight to insults because I think his feelings is hurt. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you can't be too mad at him because he's like, it's like, Oh, so, so y'all want to break away from me. And then mm-hmm. he was like, you said you want to sell wholesale. He was like, yeah, you told me you want to sell speakers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now you trying to break up the family and stuff. And then he was like, well, nah, cause we trying to do it, you know, in family. But if we got to take another route and then Louie tried to bring up the fact how she ran stuff for him while he was shot. Mm-hmm. And, and then she brought in uh, Little Rock. So Louis like, yo, I know how to handle this shit. But then, you know, he threw another insult in there. But I think that was just more of like uh, just being hurt. I just think that his feelings was hurt that they wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So, but you kind of hear that. And, and I don't think it has anything to do with, with Man Boy saying, you know, you know, Jerome, you following none of your nephew. I don't think it's I don't think it's that. I just think that they want to do I think that they feel that they could do it more quietly and be more under the radar than dealing with Franklin. And well well that and I think that with Jerome finding everything out the way he found it out, he was already in a pissy mood. So yeah. now that you know what I'm saying, he going through that and Louie getting shot. He definitely in the pissy mood. So now all of this shit is like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I this ain't this ain't the life we trying to live right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's too risky for us. We don't got enough, we don't got enough in between us and the streets to be able to do this shit. So we about to find out a better way about this motherfucker. Yeah. And then I think, you know, we, and then the thing is one of the one of the uh cliffhangers that they left us when it comes to Leon. Was like when Leon was like, "Yo, you know, I don't think I'm cut out for this anymore." Mm-hmm. And Franklin's like, "I mean, he he was more softer with Leon because he was just like, yo, like I gave up a lot for you.' You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, everybody wanted me to give you up, but he said I, I stood by your side the whole time when it came to the cops, when it came to Mambo, when it came to Scully. Like I put myself on the line." Yeah. You know, for you. And and, you know, 
they went to another scene. So we don't know if Leon is really going to dip out on him or if it's a situation where Franklin, I mean, well, it could be a situation where it's kind of like he's running shit but like mm-hmm. he's giving him the freedom to do it the way that he want to do it, and he's just mm-hmm. gonna basically be the plug like he is with uh with Louis and, and Jerome. Yeah. But but then that also yeah. made me think because like like you said, like that's why I thought that that hospital scene, that's what like when the end of the episode. Oh shit! How did I forget to tell you my fucking dream? Oh man, man. Listen, get into it. Get into dude, it. Man, listen. So I watched the episode Wednesday night, right? Mm-hmm. My guy, Franklin, Jerome, Louis, Lee, all these motherfuckers was in my dream, dude. <laughs> listen, it was still, it was crazy as fuck, man. Like we like doing this deal or some shit in a fucking like single wide trailer. It was weird. As fuck. <laughs> like we in this trailer, dude. And then it was like, so we like we making this deal, dude. I can't remember all the details, but I remember like we was all in there like doing this deal, and then all of a sudden, like the police show up, right? Mm-hmm. And I tried to play this shit cool, like I ain't even know these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then like the cops, they kind of bought it at first, but then it was like hell no. Nah. <laughs> it was I can't man, I done forgot all the details. But like it was just so funny because I had just watched that episode and then mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are in my damn dream and I'm making damn drug deals and shit. This that's shit was great. weird as fuck. But anyway, to get back to the thing, that's what like with Louis and Jerome doing what they doing, his mom and dad has to dip out. Mm-hmm. And then Leon says what he says. That that hospital scene popped up in my head mm-hmm. of him just standing there by himself. And I'm like, yeah. damn, man. Franklin might have to end up building a whole new team and starting all over from the yeah. ground up. Yeah. And like that's what that made me think of, man. That's why I keep thinking about that hospital scene. Okay. So now we at the point to where, you know what I'm saying, they come back, they show Sissy and Alton at the, you know what I'm saying, they in their little villa in Havana. They enjoying life. Sissy like, hey, I'm about to go to this marketplace. I'll be back. And then like I told you, man, fucking John Wick, bro, popped up out of nowhere, man. Reed Thompson in all his glory, he show up, you know what I'm saying? He put the pistol on Alton, and that's it. We don't know what happened after that. So do you think he killed him? I don't think so. Okay, what you think happened? I, I, I think there's – obviously <clears throat> there's a whole bunch of different scenarios, but mm-hmm. – I got I I got, I just got this feeling of like of him like trying to I don't know necessarily if it's like trying to use Alton for mm-hmm. like a like a like a connect down in down in Havana because I don't think Alton would go for that. Um, I think Alton wants him and his family out this business, but I think it could be a situation where he asks him to help him as far as like. I don't know if he's trying to like get maybe an offshore an account or you know what I'm saying, have them buy some property down there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. partner but without partnering. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they don't really mm-hmm. 
they don't really fuck with each other, but I think that he could, I don't know if I want to call it muscle him into something because I think Alton showed in that scene that he's ready to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, I don't know, man. I, I just think that it's too easy to say that he shot him. You know what I mean? Because it seems like these writers are really smart. Yeah, man. I think that um, I kind of think the same thing. Not necessarily using him for anything like that, but I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna talk to Alton about what's going on with Franklin, and mm-hmm. and I think that Franklin might be in some type of trouble now that all this shit happened. But I think that he's going to tell Alternate and, and he's going to try to see if they can fix that shit together because either he's going to try to use him and say that everything that he said was a lie. That way he can kind of get his job back. Or, you know what I'm saying, Franklin is, is with this new with the new handler, Franklin going to get fucked up. Or it it also could be a situation where he could really try to explain to him, like, look, yo, I, I'm not the the uh, the colonizer that you think I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I I also think that he's going to, but I think Alton is, is is really smart when it comes to you know genocide. When it comes to you know what I'm saying because you know he brought up the the point of you know go ride through Beverly Hills. And go ride through, you know what I'm saying, my neighborhood or what, uh, Compton or whatever. And he was like, you know, you see the differences and like, and y'all bringing this poison only into our neighborhood type of thing. Yeah. And I think that Reed may try to have a conversation with him and, or maybe try to use him. Cause I think Sissy is already like, I don't think Sissy's gonna leave Franklin completely on his own. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I think I think Sissy may still try to backdoor some real estate deals for him, mm-hmm. little little shit like that, because I don't think she's going to leave him all cold turkey. But I think that Alton is the one, if if, if Reed need to convince anybody, it's Alton. And, and, and I think that he wants Alton to flip because I think that him and Franklin, even though he's the plug and all this type of shit. I think there's something there, man. Like, I, yeah. I don't think Reed is just this handler for him. Like, I don't think he's just the plug. I think that he's been dealing with him long enough to realize that, like, yo, like, this this is really a good kid. Like, mm-hmm. all he needs is, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody, well, everybody need to understand this. You need a little money to get in certain places. Yeah. And a lot of the times, white people has gotten there in different ways. Like, I know I was talking to my old lady the other day, and we were just talking about, because, you know, I know Mark, my boy Mark been trying to get me in it for a while. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, like, I just recently started doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? I got on Acorn, and I started investing some money, you know, there. You know what I'm saying? I got, yeah. and I got a little bit of Bitcoin type of shit. And so... And I was just telling her, I was like, the thing with like, what a lot of people don't seem to understand about how white people got so far ahead of black people in certain spots is the fact of just something just as small as I said, like, 
I, I remember hearing something like 60 or 70 percent of like white people how some of them their family members got wealth is by fucking life insurance and then you sit back and you think like just how simple life insurance is because mm-hmm. sometimes in the black community somebody dies and then you left with their debt and mm-hmm. white families somebody dies they fighting over the the insurance money you know what i'm saying yeah. so they dying and they leaving their kids <clears throat> five hundred thousand dollars you know yeah, well, you between, know have, between that and stealing everything yeah well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you know. What I was, man. I, I wasn't yeah. trying to go down that road today, but like, but I was just saying, like, and then like they get involved in these stocks and the shit like that. But yeah. the whole point of me saying that is like, I think that he wants Franklin to get to a point where he can turn him into a legitimate businessman. But you mm. got to have money to get there. So he's gonna take like on the route that they was going. You know, they was messing around with Paul Davis. You know what I'm saying? They messing around with these politicians and stuff. And I think what Reed wants to do is flip this whole scene for Franklin so Franklin can be that businessman and not get locked up on some drug shit. And I think I think he really cares, man. So I don't know if he shot Alton. I, I, I think that he might try to convince Alton of, like, what he's trying to do. And then there are sacrifices and some people have to be sacrificed to get to certain places and like you said we can go a little bit down that road look how a lot of the sacrifices that people had to take for some of these white people to get to where they are so i think that there have to be some sorts of sacrifice in the black community for certain black people to get a rise up i agree man i definitely agree um but yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out next uh next season, man. And then um last but not least, man, you know what I'm saying? My man take a trip to go see, you know what I'm saying, uh Mel. Uh-huh. And we've been we've been talking about her all season long. We only seen her at the beginning and the end of the season. Um and you know what I'm saying? He, you know what I'm saying? He heard about her talking to the reporter lady, Irene, but she never gave her anything. Well, at least we thought. That's what we thought. Because the way it seems now, it seems yeah. like she's the whole reason for this shit now. Yeah, so apparently that wasn't true. And um, this is the creation of a real live dope boy. This nigga turned full D-boy. Like if if Goku goes Super Saiyan, this nigga go full D boy. He threatened the shit out this girl, and then to to put the piece that resistance on it, my nigga put the cane to the side and just walked off like ain't nothing happened. So now my question is: Was he doing that to fool everybody? Like, is this something that had that he's been? You know what I'm saying? Like he been cool with this whole time. Like he could have been did this shit, or, or is this in the future? This is what we don't know, um, because you're right. Because I thought of that too. I was like, man, was he fucking with everybody the whole time, making them think that he needed this cane to get around, and he was just acting to play everybody for a fool? Or is it gonna be a situation where? 
that's going to be like in the middle of season five. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We don't know. But by the way that scene went down, because you got to remember, episode one, when when she when Irene talked to Mel, it mm-hmm. did one of those situations where she asked a question to go to Mel's face, and then it cut away. Yeah. Now, when you now when you go back and you think about how Irene knew about certain shit, mm-hmm. now it makes sense. I don't even know why the fuck I never even thought of it. Yeah, cause she, cause you know, now that you say that, she was talking to the cop that was Andre's partner. See what I'm saying? So yeah, she definitely so, did something. Damn. So, said, so the whole time, do we mad at Irene? We thinking, dude, we thinking Mel is gonna show up and see Wanda and Wanda go, her and Wanda go help and yeah, all this little kill shit. the bitch off and everything. And the whole time, man, Mel, she she gave up everything. You know what I'm and saying? all all of that just so you just so he could tell you he killed your dad, and he still didn't tell you. No, he told her. He definitely. Well, told her. I, but you know what? But it's one of those situations where it's like you you ask a question and like that that silence kind of answered the question for you. But it wasn't. But he, also, he he gave her that head nod too. That's why I said like he definitely told her. Yeah, but I, that head nod could have also meant like, okay, I, okay, you know what I mean? Like one of those yeah. like, I see I see the decision that you're making here because you got to remember yeah. the question that he asked her. He was like, "We can let all this shit go if you just do this." And mm-hmm. then she was like, "Well, you could do this for me. You could tell me that you killed my dad." And it could be more like a. Okay, so you made the decision to keep this thing going. Yeah. So it kind of can go both ways. It can go your way. Of mm-hmm. like that 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 nod could be like a yeah, I did it. Or that mm-hmm. nod could be like a okay, now I know what I got to do. Right. Now I know the only way I can shut you up. Yeah, that's true. So man, it's listen. This is this has been one hell of a ride, bro. Like this this is probably to me one of my favorite characters on television. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's not a lot of shows that keep me keep me captivated like that outside of like, you know what I'm saying, comedies or, or sitcoms and um, you know what I'm saying, something like uh the 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 um what's that one show the agency shield you know what i'm saying shit like that like shit that got something to do with like superheroes shit like that but the fact that this is actually keeping my attention the way it is and you know what i'm saying like with everything that is that it has given us as far as this season like this is this has been one of the best seasons of television i've ever seen it's been great man this this show I I I was so excited, man, to see that they got approved for season five, and yeah. and then also, man, you you gotta, you know, we can't give enough praise to John Singleton, man. That's but true. Not only the fact of you know being the creator of the show, but just having the right people around him, man, because this shit <coughs> it could have went left mm-hmm. after he died. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he had the right people around him. That's just like for a little small comparison. 
um, Matt Miller, right? Matt Miller, he dies uh, after getting nominated for an Oscar for a swimming album. Mm-hmm. And his parents put out another album that next year, which is my favorite Matt Miller album, Circle. Mm-hmm. He was dead, dead and gone. But the right people was around him. Yeah. So that album sounded like a Matt Miller's album. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The way they put it together and polished it, even though this man was gone, they just like this. Well, now, from the way that I heard it today, I heard an interview. Um, Snoop Dogg was on Ebro in the Morning. Mm-hmm. And he said DMX recorded this whole album at his studio. I believe it. So the thing is, it still got to be polished. You know what I'm saying? Edit, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Swiss is gonna have a lot to do with it. Yeah. But but the thing is, it's like when he's out Pop Smoke, a lot of people was mad at uh, Pop Smoke's uh, original album cover cover. Mm-hmm. And then somebody switched it up. So it just the whole thing what I'm saying is being around the right people. John Singleton was around the right people, and this show has not missed a beat since he's been gone, man. But right. rest in peace to him as well. For sure, rest in peace to John Singleton, man. Um, so you know what I'm saying? That's that's it as far as snowfall go, man. We got. Hey, but we got. But we so, got to give. A, we got to give a firefight to the season, though. Oh, okay. I like that. So let's do that. Yeah, let's definitely do that. That's a good idea. Let's get into it. Yoga fire. Yoga claim. There we go. All right. Uh, all right, I think that worked. Um, so <laughs> you know, get into it, man. Um, uh, you go ahead and take off on it, man. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead, man. I look, we've we've talked about it for ten weeks, man. I'm not gonna ramble. I, I gotta give it a five, man. This Ooh, this was man. this this season, man. It gave me everything I needed, man. And mm-hmm. the only thing the only thing I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna let you go, is just how. They was able to put mail in episode one, and they have us all have us complete. I mean, we didn't forget about it, but and yeah. it takes all the way to the last scene, yeah. yeah, of episode ten. Yeah, this this show, man, awesome, man. I'm gonna give it a five. Hey, man, I, I'm gonna reflect your comments, bro. Um, and, and I'm gonna say the same things that you said. I'm just gonna add the fact that. You know what I'm saying? They they gave us a, a mutual character to hate, and that's a hard job to do. That's a mm-hmm. real hard job when you create a character that either everybody loves or everybody hates. And I've never met anybody that was cool with Irene. Never <laughs> met anybody that was cool with Irene. Bro. Never. So the fact that they can put that together and, you know what I'm saying, and everybody felt the same way about her because of her disposition on in the show um and then the the actress that they had play her as well she did a hell of a job this season like she really she really um played that role the way it was supposed to be played so salute to her man that was that was amazing um yeah i'm I'm gonna keep it at five as well man like i said some of the best tv i've seen in a while yes sir man i ain't mad at it at all man so you want to uh have the honors of doing the coming soon of course man um so this next episode we got for y'all is gonna be um i ain't gonna lie to you man 
I don't I don't know if if people are going to be ready for this one, man. This is we got we got a special episode coming up. We got some special people coming up. Um, this one is going to be having you uh, rolling. <laughs> oh, boy, I, okay, okay. But I was about to say, hold up, man. This is supposed to be some serious matters here, man. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, the, the other one I had, I, that I don't know. I think that might be too telling. Man, that was that was that was dope. I like how you did that. But um, man, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, it's it's an episode that uh. Man, it's it's so wild because I mean we we just came off something similar, um, mm-hmm. about what we did with the previous episode. So we usually yeah. don't do that, but the scheduling got us doing it this way. But you know, I, I I'm trying to think of one, but I'm, I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that one ride, man. So well, it's gonna it's gonna be exciting to do, man. We we might find out what love had to do with it. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. oh man, pimping since been pimping, man. Man, pimping since been pimping, man. Um, so yeah, listen, man. Y'all, y'all stay tuned in. Um, next episode is gonna be amazing, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got some, we got some stuff up our sleeve. Can't wait to do it. It's gonna be so fun. Um, but y'all already know what it is, man. Um, go check out my last episode of 15 Minutes of Fame with the guy Sinclair Cannon. Um, it was a great conversation. We talked about, um, we talked about his family business, which I did not, I listen, when he told me that, that shit threw me for a loop. So we talked about his family business. You know what I'm saying? We talked about him, uh, being a D one, um, athlete. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying? We also talked a little bit about this upcoming football season. So go check that out. You won't be disappointed. He's a very interesting person. Um, you'll love his story. You can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. You can also follow me on Instagram at Scoots Bronson underscore TV. You can follow us on YouTube at Scoots Bronson TV. If you're already on YouTube, hit that um, subscribe button, hit that notification bell as well to, to let uh, so you can know um, when we go live. Oh, shit. And um, also, let me see. Make sure. If you're on Facebook, to go to the Viewers Anonymous Podcast Watch Group, the VA Podcast Watch Group. Um, our membership is getting bigger and bigger, but this is where you can find all our information on all our podcasts, especially Viewers Anonymous. If you want to find out where you could uh, listen to it at, we got the link tree up, and we got it where uh, the link tree also has a YouTube in there. So if you want to watch us as well, you can also go there and uh, find that. So the VA Podcast Watch Group, join up. Send your request, whatever you need to do, get in there early. Yes, sir, man. Um, definitely go to that page, man. Uh, I put out a, a episode, a solo episode, uh, Stolen Time Podcast. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can find it, man, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? iHeartRadio, you know what I'm saying? There's like uh, anchors, a couple of uh platforms to check that out on. Uh, also, you can go to the Stolen Time Podcast uh, page on Facebook, Stolen Time Pie on Instagram, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, you know, just stay tuned in, man. Appreciate everybody's support. Yes, indeed, man. So 
Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. We definitely appreciate y'all. See y'all next Tuesday. Um, no, it's it's a Monday. Monday, yep. Yeah, see y'all Monday. Um, yeah, like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>